0: Hello, Hot Vibes!
1: And welcome back to Sense8, episode 7, WWWNDD. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so now, now you know what WWNDD means. Yes,
0: I was sort of right.
1: You were close, like you mentioned it and I went...
0: Well, I mean, I picked one <laughs> for a guy and a girl. So I got the girl one right. It was not Napoleon Dynamite, which it should have been because that would have been funny.
1: It was not Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> did I write at all what you said here? Let me see. Um, No, you didn't. You just picked a guy, actually. I
0: said Nancy Drew, because I looked up and I was like, oh, Nancy
1: Drew, I'll pick one for a guy and a girl. You didn't say I'll pick one for a guy and a girl, though. I though.
0: swear I did.
1: I don't remember you saying that at all, and I've only written down a guy here.
0: I call BS. I swear, if you go back and listen to that episode, <laughs> I, I fucking said it.
1: <laughs> okay, well, what's, what's funny is that I have your guy guess written down. Uh, I don't have anything else written down, but I do have a check mark above WWNWD. So I'm wondering if I just wrote that. Yeah, because, because the after. I, it.
0: I said it. I
1: because know you said it. Because, no,
0: I looked up like, and I was like, ND. I was like, oh, Nancy Drew. Yeah, because I'll pick one for a guy and a girl. Just to, you know, make things fair.
1: Maybe I'll, 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 I'll probably give it to you. Because you said it. Which is If you
0: good. go back and listen to the <laughs> end of the episode, if I fucking say it.
1: I know, I know you say it. Because I remember you saying it and I was like, <laughs> like i was trying to like nudge you in the right direction
0: i swear i said it i definitely I, I said it. a guy and a girl because i wanted to like you know because i didn't know what ND meant and i wasn't i don't know i swear i said it though
1: <laughs> i'll give it to you i'll give it to you uh, it's funny cause
0: <laughs> there, there are no points for the title so i don't know why we're arguing about
1: this no there isn't but... <laughs> but this is apparently very specific <laughs> yeah.
0: anyway how was your week this week
1: mm. busy yeah <laughs> I wasn't at work at all, but I've been editing all week. Was it? Was this when I had to take my computer in again? I had to take my computer in again. You texted I? me about I it. I did. Yeah, it was horrific. I was deeply stressed. I'm pretty sure it was this week. And I was like, oh my god, it's not working again. I have to get a new computer. This is horrible. And so I took it to the guy, and he was like, oh, just download this. And I was like, that's it? <laughs> really? Why didn't I do this last time? So, yay. She's fixed. She's fine. She's been doing everything she needs to do. Right. Um, God, what else happened this week? I saw more images and videos of AT's tour, which is basically a stage production at this point. There's a storyline. It's ridiculous. <sighs> I want to go.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my god, it looks so cool. <laughs> I'd cry, I swear to god, but if I don't get to go, I will cry. But um, that's okay. Um anyway, what else happened this week? Oh my god, what's really annoying is I went to edit like both my 17 in the soup episode 3 and Cooking Crush episode 7. Yeah. And evidently, I moved them from my camera wrong because those two things lost their camera footage and I had already deleted it off my camera so I couldn't upload them. There's no camera footage for them. There's Mike, but I don't think that'll be interesting. <laughs> uh, I was so annoyed. I was like, God damn it. That was a good episode of Cooking Crush too. There was like a whole like two minutes of making out and I was like, fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm so annoyed, but. Yeah, whatever. I guess in the next episode I'll just be like, so, you're probably wondering where episode 7 is.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Not here. (laughs) So, that happened. Um, I'm watching episode 8 today because I was going to film everything on Friday and Saturday but Friday, my brain was not having it and it was like, don't do anything and I was like, why? (laughs) So, I did like a whole bunch of stuff yesterday and then I was going to do everything yesterday but by the time I was done with my variety show section, I was like, I'm so Tired, <laughs> so I'm gonna do all my like t v shows and like longer shows today, so mm. it's gonna be another busy day. um, I've started making smoothies I started making smoothies today, so like this is day number one, and I've now realized I have to put more ice in my smoothie because it's slightly warm, and that's honestly kinda gross, so I also need to put less powder in it. I think those are my only two complaints um. Other than that, good. because I, I want to do this for breakfast now. Oh, yogurt. I was going to put yogurt. Motherfucker. Um, I'll remember next. I was Russian. Uh, <laughs> but I want to start doing smoothies for breakfast now so that, I don't know. It I don't, I don't know. There's a reason. I, I, healthier, I guess. Yeah. Um. So coffee to wake me up. Smoothie for breakfast. That way I am eating healthier because I have not been eating healthier. I have been eating a lot of carbs and I need to stop doing that (laughs) Mm. because it's making, I think it's part of the reason why I'm tired all the time this week. I was like, I've been eating way too many carbs. So I'm done, man. Um, I don't even know what else happened. I, I, my cousin came over and, (laughs) uh, She's kind of been, like, slightly interested in some of, like, my little variety shows, like BTS and TXT, because I'll show, like, a couple clips every once in a while. And she can read. The others, like, there's a couple kids that come over that can't really read yet. And if they can, they can't read fast. So subtitles are a no-go. Mm. So I have to explain everything yeah. when, <laughs> when they're over here. Um, But she can read. So she she's over here, and she, was, she came upstairs at one point, and she was like, can we watch the one with, like, the, the yoga in the air again? And I was like, yeah, sure! And I saw I put it on. <laughs> I put the BTS one on. I put the TXT one on. We watched them all. I was like, This. so we watched Run BTS, like, all day. <laughs> Which was fun. Um, And other than that, I'm not really sure what else happened this week. I don't think anything else really happened this week. It was just, you know, an editing sort of week. So, yeah. How was yours? Keep, oh, you go ahead and talk. I'm going to... A battery
0: in my thing because okay. they're about to die. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was fine, I think nothing too eventful happen. Oh, actually, the squirrel came back at my work.
1: Ah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I sent you a picture
0: of it, I was like, or video or whatever. And I was like, Yeah, it came back. It was still in the same corridor area. We just let it out again with the same thing as last time. Just
1: oh my I, god, I don't know if
0: the same squirrel, maybe I don't know. He just wants to have fun. Um,
1: <laughs> in many ways,
0: maybe I don't know. It was fucking bouncing off the wall.
1: Squirrels just
0: wanna have fun. <laughs> and what is And also, um, another squirrel story is as I was throwing out trash at work, a squirrel was in the dumpster. So when I threw the bag of trash it like jumped out and scared the shit out of me and then ran away.
1: <laughs> what the hell is going on with you and squirrels?
0: I honestly have no idea. I'll be honest. Like, it's so. I don't think there are any squirrels today. There are no squirrels doing it on my roof. So that's good. But. Thank God. Um. Yeah, just I squirrel stuff. I think it's all that really happens. <laughs>
2: squirrel else. stuff is all that happens.
0: I don't yeah.
2: know what else. Yeah.
1: My cousin called me, and we we got drunk and watched gay shit. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I didn't get super drunk. I I, I had one beer because I like I have to do shit tomorrow. Um, but we had drinks and watched like a billion different, like, lesbian stories from TV shows compilations. Oh, that's fun. She texts me next morning. She's like, not gonna lie, I'm feeling super gay after last night. I'm like, mood, me too. I mean. (laughs) Well, what did you expect? (laughs) (laughs) No, because she texts me that every fucking day. She's like, actually. (laughs) So she got a bunch of birthday presents. So she showed me those, which is cool. And she got, like, a Star Wars helmet that, like, plays different battle scenes like in the helmet. Like like if you push a button, it'll be like, you know, all the different scenes from different movies that are like battles. Like where he's wearing the helmet and shit. From like spaceships. Um so that's cool. I was like, you're a very easy person to buy for she's like I know. (laughs) Star Wars. And that's it. (laughs) She's also meeting Renee Rap because she's going to a Renee Rap concert and she's got me into Renee Rap now. Which is why I was so excited to go see Mean Girls. Aside from that, I also love the Broadway show for Mean Girls. But I was like, oh, my God, now I'm into Renee Rapp. So, like, this is your fault. And then she's like, oh, my God. So, you know how I was upset I wasn't getting a concert ticket? I was like, yeah. And she was like, I got one for my birthday. And Jenny, her sister Jenny, my cousin, she was like, she didn't just get me a concert ticket. The only one that was available was a meet and greet. And she got me that. And I was like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) I was like, I hate you right now, but I'm also so happy for you. But Damn, yeah. Honestly I can't wait for my birthday now. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much my week. Nice. Yeah. Uh, there's always extra stuff I find, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh anyway. Sense eight. Episode seven. W W N What did you think about this episode? Is it like a little start-up?
2: It was interesting.
1: Hmm.
0: Well I think this is like I want to say maybe, maybe the first episode that, like, fully had my attention the whole way through.
1: Ah, yay, like, good, yeah, Like, because there
0: were definitely some times in the past episodes where I'm kind of like, oh, this is a big scene. Oh, okay, this is kind of low. I'm kind of, like, you know, do other things. But, like, this, I think, with the first one. Or at least had the most of it where I was like, keep my attention in. Like, I was very, like, mm-hmm. in it. I was very, like, oh, f- focusing on, like, everything going on and, like, the shit like
2: that. Yeah. So.
1: And spoiler alert, I think it's going to be like that for you for next episode, too, Ooh, at the very least. Like, I'm not going to, like, speak ahead for all the other ones this season, but I know next episode there's going to be some really interesting shit happen- happening and you're going to be like, oh, wait, what the fuck? So, yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> OK, so beginning Double I'm gonna, just going to say episode seven. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Beginning episode seven. Uh, we kind of switch back and forth for a second between Sun and Nomi, so I'm just going to talk about Sun's area first, mm. and then we'll talk about Nomi's right after, because they switch back and forth as things happen. Yeah. So. It happens again a couple scenes later with um, Will and, I believe, Nomi. Will and Nomi's storylines kind of cross over like that later on, so I'll do the same with that where I'll talk about Nomi first, and then I'll talk mm. about Will. Okay, so start off with Sun, who has been transferred to the prison that she's going to be staying in. And she gets off the bus, she's looking around, and she's being escorted by two guards. They call her Prisoner 773. They don't really call her by her name, because apparently prison's like that. It kind of sucks. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. yeah. it's easier that way.
1: prison. I say that like from experience, prison. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have no experience in prison. Um, but she enters her new cell, and there's three other prisoners there as well that she's going to be sharing with and they stand up they they say hello because the guard makes them and so they were like i know you i saw you on the news you are accused of embezzling you shamed your father and you destroyed their company and then she like she walks up to her like it's a little threatening but then she's like well done and she like pats her face
0: yeah i i, I kind of saw that coming a little bit i was like oh no she's gonna like this." like
1: she's like great job yeah <laughs> i'm so happy for you <laughs> Even though she didn't do it, I just like, that's so funny. I freaking love that. So, yeah, they're immediately fond of her for pretty much destroying, or trying to destroy, in quotes, her father and brother's company. And she sits down with them to have tea. And she asks them all, hey, so why are you in here? You know, which uh, I remember watching Orange is the New Black. And (laughs) there's this scene that sticks with me of when Piper goes to prison in the first episode. and someone asks her so what are you in for and she goes I thought you weren't supposed to ask that ask that I like read a bunch of wikipedia articles and they say you weren't supposed to ask that (laughs) and that's just stuck in my head every time someone asks what are you in for uh but she does ask and they do answer uh the one who was really proud of her for (laughs) for destroying her company um says "Oh well um I was really happy I got married young I was really happy And then my husband lost his job. He started drinking and he started beating me. Mm. Beating. I don't know why I said beaten. (laughs) Beating me. And she says that time became like a source of terror for her because the later it got in the night, the more she realized, wow, this is how bad the beating's going to be. Because he's out drinking for so long. And she said any moment away from her husband was pretty much a gift to her. And well, she's like, Glenn, why are you in prison? She said, oh, I put rat poison in his peeping butt. <laughs> Amazing. We love to see it. Uh, yeah. Self-defense. <laughs> and yeah, she killed him. And so she says also Sujin, to my to my right here, also killed her husband. Uh, She says, yeah, he was a bad man. So no sympathy there. And she asks her other cellmate what she did, because they didn't really say for a second. And she says, oh, I, my, I pushed my father's wheelchair down an elevator shaft with him still in it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really learn more about what else happened there, but evidently she's happy about it because she smiles right after
0: Yeah, so, you know.
1: She's like, thumbs up, killed him. Um. So everyone here is pretty much a murderer, which, I mean, probably self-defense.
0: Yes, but also his son isn't, and also isn't even in jail for what she did. Yeah. So it's like, she is very, like,
1: Yeah, a low bar, it's very, right like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, she's at a lower, lower bar, but, I mean, I don't know. Everyone in this room destroyed someone's life, or tried to destroy someone's life, I guess. It's just different methods.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: I and also
1: didn't, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, she yeah, didn't.
0: So, that's the thing, like, Sun didn't even do what she's in here for. So it's like, true but i mean they 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 seem like her so that's good so that's a plus
1: yeah they seem to like her and also she seems to also resonate with these women a little bit because she's she's had experience herself with men just being awful around Mm -hmm. her because she's a woman on like at a high position in her company and belittling her doesn't like that obviously and being someone who kicks ass and isn't allowed to in the workplace Probably pisses her off as well. So she kind of relates to these women on a kind of base level of, we're all women and don't we have issues with men, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so at least she's got that. And so the four of them toast and drink their tea. So that's where Son is right now. So at least she has some camaraderie and companionship in prison. Next, we go to Nomi, who's waiting on a roof in San Francisco with Amanita. And she says they really need to level the playing field. Um, And the guy they're waiting for will hopefully help us do that. Mm. Amanita asks how she knows him and how she trusts him, and, and Nomi's like, yeah, well, uh, we were hackers together, and that this guy, Bug, was a hacker during the war, and he hacked the Pentagon. <laughs> which Damn. is pretty illegal, but that's okay. <laughs> and Amanita asks why he isn't in jail because, again, illegal. Yeah. And Nomi, who, uh, honestly, this is a little oh interesting how this came right after Sunner was kind well, of. Well, inter- that, that's why. Post. That's
0: why they were, I think, um, jumping back and forth. Yeah. Because Sun is in jail for something she didn't, something do, she didn't and do, and we find out Nomi went to jail for something she didn't do as well. And so mm-hmm. I think that's why we kind of saw those like side by side.
1: It's very, yeah, very similar circumstances. So, yeah, Amanita asked why he's in jail. She took the fall for him, and she said it made sense because she was a juvenile and she had rich parents. So it would be easier for her to get off, like, with a warning or with a small, fit, written yeah. ticket, service, something sure. like that. Community service, uh, like, a month or a couple of days of juvie. Like, it wouldn't be as serious as if Bug was caught doing it. who's an adult and hacked the Pentagon and was poor. So, yeah. Anomi apologizes as well to Omenita because she never told her this story before. Yeah. She kind of hid in her way; she didn't say. And she said she never thought she would have to revisit this part of her past again, which is why she didn't really say anything. And so a car pulls up, and we meet Bug. Yeah. A uh, uh, bug. I honestly love Bug.
0: <laughs> I, I absolutely um, he's very interesting. Like he's a very he he's very fun. I think.
1: He's very fun. Some of the things he says in this episode are a little questionable, but that's because he's new to this. Exactly
0: exactly, like yeah. I was like, ooh, like don't say that, but also (laughs) I I I feel like he doesn't know or didn't remember or is still learning. So I'm like, I'm not gonna hold this against you too much. We'll see. Like it's it's not malicious.
1: Yeah, it's not malicious. Don't hold it against him. Because like, honestly, this is like one of the very few times he says anything that's like questionable. I think maybe he dead names her one more time because he's still getting used to it, but he corrects himself immediately. And honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to love Bug. Bug is fucking great. Right. I'm
0: glad. I'm glad. I'm really glad.
1: I, like I love Bug so much. <laughs> um. So Bug c- comes out of the car after parking it, and he's like, hey, where's where's Mike? Mike called me to come here. Mm. And Nomi's like, that, that would be me. <laughs> and, and Bug's like, shit, oh my god, like, I didn't even recognize it. And he, he, he starts being like, my God, you're hot! I would like, so what bang happened? Bang you! Like, I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, dude. dude, buddy, I would so bang you! Like, you're so hot now. <laughs> and he's like, but then he quickly goes, like, I mean, like, not in a degrading way, you yeah. know, like, like
0: <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> because, uh, you know, I would bone you, respectfully,
1: respectfully, I would totally bang you. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so funny. But Amanda cuts in, and is like,
3: <sighs> hi,
1: yeah. Her name's Nomi, <laughs> uh, not Mike. And he's like, right, shit, yeah. And then he was like, wait, who's this? And Ami's like, oh, it's my girlfriend. He's like, nice. <laughs> <sighs> fucking bug. Uh, I'm, I will say that for the rest of the show. By the way, fucking bug is just gonna be a thing for me. Alright. Okay. <laughs> I say it. I say it every time I watch the show. I'm just like, oh man, fucking bug. <laughs> and. So they kind of return back to business, and Bug opens the car and is showing them all this hacking equipment, and he says, look, if you're doing some crime-fighting Charlie's Angel shit, then I am in. Count me in. Yeah. I'm so down. And not the first time he brings up Charlie's Angels, by the way, so it becomes a thing for him. Mm. <laughs> and so Nomi asks for a candy gram and a feed trough. I don't know anything about hacking, but she's asking for a few different hacking items. Yeah. And Bug's like, "Oh." Things are getting exciting, then, if you're asking for those. That's fancy <laughs> shit. <laughs> fancy shit. And Nomi also asks for a water witch. And Bug says, oh, I don't have that, but I do have this. And it's an NSA-grade Rage Master. No idea what that means, but if it's NSA-grade, it's serious.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Amanita asks if all this equipment is illegal. And Bug's like, well, illegality is a moving target. <laughs> Legality is a moving target. Wait, is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And Nomi says that she figured justice is as justice does, and that if the government is using this stuff to spy on them, then they should be able to spy on them, too.
2: Mm.
1: So, I mean, hell yeah, I'm in. It sounds fun. I- I've always loved hackers. I'm going to say that now. I mean, fighting with, um, like, computers, uh, fighting justice with computers and shit like that, I am in. Like, that is some of my favorite shit ever. If there's a hacker storyline, I am down.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so... After Nomi, we head to Lito. They're at a public restaurant. It looks like like the same restaurant that, that Daniela and Lito yeah. were at before. before. <laughs> you're making a
0: face. <laughs> uh, I'll wait to talk more about it because you know what I'm going to say later. But I know, in this I know what scene, you're going to say. <laughs> I feel like she's trying to integrate herself into the relationship. Like she's really trying to like meddle in their affairs. Like things are fine the way they're doing it; they're fine with it. And it's like she almost is like trying to like meddle with it a little bit. Like
1: I, I see. I, I, I get it. Saying. She means
0: well. I get it. She means well. But she it, does. It still is like like these people are letting you stay at their house. Try maybe not meddling in their affairs.
1: I see what you're saying. And uh, what I will say is she definitely means no harm, and she just wants them to be happy. That's where all this is coming from. This isn't her trying to integrate herself into the relationship at all. I I feel like she thinks, like, they're already, like, good friends, and that she stays there. They're kind of like a family unit a little bit. They're moving towards it, at the very least. And so she just wants to help. Like, I... That's where she's coming from, I believe. Judging from what the rest of the series is, I swear it's nothing, like no, I want to be in, I want to be, I want to be with you guys. Like, it's nothing like that. It started out that way.
0: No, it's not so much that, like, integrating herself into the relationship. It's almost like she feels like she needs to be a part of it. Like, maybe not, like, involved in it that directly, but also, like, it's like, oh, the three of us are living together. It's kind of like, a, like, oh, we all kind of make rules and do things together. And, like, it, I don't know, it just, it, just, it seems weird. It, just, it it seems like she's too meddling, it's almost like she's meddling in their relationship, which she doesn't need to, because they things are fine the way they are.
1: Are they? In the second episode, uh, Hernando said, and I quote, kind of loosely, um, that he wanted to be Lito's armpiece and go to the cinema. And it kind of made him sad that he didn't get to. So are things exactly fine the way they are?
0: I mean, maybe not exactly fine, but I mean, when you're also keeping a secret relationship, like you're going to have your ups and downs. But true. Also, I I feel like ever since she showed up, she's been doing way more harm than good.
1: I definitely see what you mean. Like, but I swear she doesn't mean to. I mean, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, if
0: you're still coming in doing more harm than good, you should get the fuck out. Like, and <laughs> like, be aware. Be like, oh wow, I am doing very bad things here. This I'm uh, like ruining things with them. I'm just gonna head out. My bad, sorry, and leave.
1: All right. Well, that's a kind of a vibe for the next episode. I will tell oh, you that. Um, uh, no, not good. Okay, <laughs> you'll see why, but not good. <laughs>
0: I I have a theory for next episode, and if it ends up being right, I'm gonna be pissed. But but, but I'll, I'll, I'll I'll talk about it at 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 the later scene. Can they kind of okay. that go with that? But, okay. Okay, we will
1: see. We
3: will
0: see.
1: Okay, so Lito, Hernando, and Danny are at this public restaurant that they had eaten at before, and she says that since they're so good to her, she wanted to do something to repay them, and she knew that Hernando always wanted to go to this restaurant, and he always had a sad face when they went and so it's like i wanted you to come enjoy it because you seemed so sad when you didn't get to have the food before and leto's shaken he's like mm, like he's nervous like his fork is hitting the plate it's, it's, he's stressed and seems so as hernando he's like sitting there like trying so hard to be like quiet and not say anything and danny says to them look like why don't you just, like, in- enjoy, you know, enjoy the food? And, and Lito says, look, this isn't working, maybe we should just go and and leave. And Danny mentions that they went to a wrestling match together, so what's the difference? And apparently it's different because that was a guy thing, I- in her words, and this is more of a romantic restaurant, yeah. which makes sense.
0: Well, yeah, like, if you go to, like, a wrestling thing with people, it's like, no one's gonna think, oh, it's a date. If you go to a fancy-ass yeah. five-star restaurant, oh, it's a date. Like
1: then it feels like a date. Yeah, but I think it helps that she's there as well. So uh, people, if people look over, they're not gonna automatically assume, oh, he's on a date with a guy. They're gonna see Daniela and him, and just mm. go, they're on a date, and this is just some other dude. Like I, so I feel like it helps that she's there, yeah. and so Danny suggests that Hernando pretend to be Lito's bodyguard, and a group of girls shows up and asks to take a picture with Lito because they're like, oh my god, it's Lito Rodriguez. Oh my god, can we take a picture? <laughs> and Hernando, he he does his thing. He stands up. He's like, "Oh, let me, let me be a bodyguard." He stands up. He's like, "Hey guys, not right now." And Toledo goes, "It's fine, it's fine." And he takes a picture with them. But then a group of photographers shows up and start like, you know, cameras yeah. in your face. You know, it. yeah. And he stands up real quick and he goes, "Let the man eat in peace." And he's like shoving them off and everything. And I'm like, "Yeah, go, Hernando." At first, when I first watched this, I was like. Oh my gosh, like uh I he got overexcited there. He like almost shoved the photography, kinda of shoved the photography, like, oh gosh. But then sat down, he was, they were like, Oh shit, good job. Like, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They were like, Well done. Like that is very much um bodyguard behavior. Mm. So they were like, oh, I believed it. He's like, I believed it too. What is it? <laughs> like, wow. So they secretly hold hands and wink at each other, and they're being a little more, more romantic because they feel a little more comfortable mm. after the, they've loosened up a little. So that's good. They get to enjoy the restaurant. So, with Riley, she is flying back to Iceland. She's on a plane. And who pops up next to her but like, Kafias? Yeah. <laughs> being cute, be, being wholesome again. Yeah. And he looks out the window. He's like, wow, we're flying above the clouds. This is so cool. <laughs> and. He tells her that she's very lucky. And she says, uh, I'm privileged, not lucky. Which I like that she said that. Mm. Not it makes sense. And he says that she's flying above clouds. Like, dude, that's, that's amazing. And she's also lucky because she can still see her father, which she's going to do now, unlike him.
2: Mm.
1: Because he's always dreamed of seeing his father, but it'll never happen because his father's dead. And Riley says she's sorry, and Caffius is like, it's okay, because I still have my mother, and I love my mother. And Riley says she wishes that she could see the world that simply. Yeah. Where, like, even if I don't have this person, I do have this person. As, as we said before, Caffius always looks on the bright side and sees the, the, the good in life. Mm. And Caffius just tells her, well, then look out the window. You're flying above clouds. <laughs> that's, that's that's amazing <laughs> he's like so excited about it and riley's still having a hard time seeing the positivity in it she says that she's worried that something terrible might happen when she goes back because of the hex that she mentioned in the last episode yeah, yeah, yeah. two episodes ago last episode and is tries to convince her that something great might happen like yeah something bad could happen but that's true of anywhere mm. but something great might happen as well just as excited he was when he came, he leaves, and Riley is sat a little more, you know, positive after Kathy is visiting. I think he, she needed him there to bring some happiness to the situation, which goes back to what I said before, where whenever they need someone, they tend to pop up without them even realizing they want them there. Back with Lito, Hernando, and Daniela, they are in the apartment lobby, and they're like, oh my god, that worked out so well, and he's like, he picks up Hernando and kisses him, and then Right in front of the elevator. When the doors open, this guy walks out. I'm like, guys, chill, you're not back in
0: the apartment. I yet. was going to say, I'm like, why are you, like, uh, odds are the lobby has cameras.
1: Yeah, that's true. The lobby could have cameras. It's a rich people's apartment, so they could definitely have security. Like, cameras and stuff. So. Oops. <laughs> but he doesn't seem to notice, thankfully. Mm. And... He's like, oh, this is my bodyguard. This is my girlfriend. You know her. Hello. She'll. You'll be seeing more of them lately, because <laughs> he's excited and he's like, we're going to be going outside more lately. We're going to be hanging out more lately. So you'll be seeing them around. And they go back into the. They go into the elevator. The doors close and they kiss again because they're kind of safe. I mean, there's probably a camera in there, but fine, whatever. <laughs> but that's where we leave them. But Riley arrives at the airport and as she's walking out she starts hearing a ukulele playing Mm -hmm. and it's her dad and he's playing a song called baba o'reilly so uh for her yeah and the way they smile at each other already tells you their kind of relationship they love each other so much and they've always been very close especially because her mother died when she was younger Mm -hmm. so it's really been the two of them for a bit and Riley hugs him when he finishes playing, and they both say, look, I missed you, and they head out together to go home. So, frightening moment with Leto here. Uh, they arrive back in the apartment, they walk inside, they're happy, they're loving life, and then there's the drunk masked man, yes. dr- the, the, the masked man drinking, um, that we saw at the wrestling match. He's now in their apartment. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? And when he speaks, Daniela immediately recognizes his voice, and it's Joaquin.
0: Yeah, I saw that coming.
1: This terrifying motherfucker that held a knife to Lito's throat yeah. <laughs> uh, is now in their apartment, and so Lito's like, "I, am going to call the police," and he says, "No, no, 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 no. Let me, let me speak. I just want to speak." Like, I... You think I'm the bad guy. Well, of course I'm the bad guy. But then he... That's because I'm wearing a mask. If I take the mask off, look, I'm just a sad guy. I'm a sad guy. I mean, he's the wrong about that.
0: He is, a, he is a sad guy.
1: He's a very sad guy. But, like, he could find other ways of coping with that.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, for sure.
1: Slightly terrifying ways right now. And so he starts moving towards them. and everything, But Hernando jumps in front he blocks him and he's like oh who's this tall like he's like oh mr tough man who are you and he says oh this is bodyguard he just ripped off a photographer's arm he broke a photographer's arm so be careful like there's already been enough violence tonight And he's like fine okay fine but i need to know why you left me for for him and danny says well for starters Lito's never hit me and he's like, Oh, that's not fair. This is Mexico. I'm a man. I was taught that way. Uh, you hit your woman to make her respect you. And I'm like, you mother <laughs> fucking hate him. Um, and he says, Look, the reason I'm here is because to be a better footballer, you watch the tape back and you watch the best. <laughs> so to be a better baller, you do the same. And they're like, What are you talking about? He says, Oh, I want to see you. I want to see you fuck her. <laughs> I was like, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs>
0: I was like, yes, because this is going to go well. Sure.
1: This is going to go great. Yeah, because they're going to totally just do that for you. <laughs> they're like, um, fuck that. Yeah. No. And so Daniela immediately is like, no, I'm. Uh, uh, this is not, we're not doing this. And she runs downstairs to grab her phone to call the police. And Joaquin tries to stop her. He starts grabbing all her stuff and she starts grabbing him. A- all her stuff—it's chaos—and uh, so Hernando comes downstairs, grabs Joaquin, and throws him out, being the tough guy. Yeah. And before shutting the door, Joaquin's still and be like, "Fuck her well." <laughs> 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 Insane man. And relieved, they're like, "Oh, thank God, Jesus!" And Lito turns around. He's like, "I'm feeling very Whitney Houston right now," which is which is a reference to the movie *The Bodyguard*. Um, if you've seen that. No. I don't have I haven't really seen it either, but it's where the song, you know, and I, yeah, where that comes from. <laughs> That's
0: where, the ch- you know it comes from a movie? Oh, it comes that.
1: from a movie. It comes from The Bodyguard. It's sung by Whitney Houston, and she's in the movie.
0: Oh.
1: Um, She has a bodyguard, and then they fall in love yeah, kind of I've, thing.
0: Yeah, I, I put that
2: together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My mom loves that movie. Uh, I have never seen it, though. I, I should watch it. I love Whitney Houston, but. I think it's Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner, if I remember correctly. But that was the what the reference is, to. He's oh, feeling very Whitney Houston right now. And they're like, thank God, and go back to their lives because joaquin is gone for now. Going to Nomi. Amanita and her mom are kind of in the kitchen while Nomi is setting up her computer and all of her hacker stuff on the table. And her mother, Grace, is like, wow, Nomi's... Nomi's kind of like Robin Hood. Like, this is kind of cool. And (laughs) Amanita's like, I know, right? Like, she has a secret identity. Silicon Valley nerd by day. Political hacktivist by night.
0: I actually really (laughs) like the comparison of um, Nomi to Robin Hood. Yeah. Because it actually works, like, real. Despite the fact, they later compared to Nancy Drew. But, like, (laughs) I mean, I I like the, like, sentiment of that, where Mm. she is kind of just, is it, when does she say that she's like, oh? Like if the government can spy on us, then we should be able to use dark technology to spy. Is it this scene or is it later?
1: It was the earlier one. It was the um. Oh, was earlier? Uh, when they met Bug, yeah. Yeah.
0: Wh- whenever she said it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I like that."
1: Very Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin very. Very much. Um, steal from the rich, give to the poor. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, she's just basically awesome. And she's like, she she's having fun with it. Like, Nobody. She tried to play by the rules, and they tried to lobotomize her. Like, Ooh. she's she's writing a movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole movie.
1: It's a whole movie. Nomi says that if someone talked to her about, you know, hearing voices in their head, or if they ever mentioned that to her, she would think they were crazy. And Grace says that, well, I was a child of the 60s, and that if you didn't hear voices in your head at least once, then you were crazy. Mm. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So... She says that way back when, if people heard voices in their head, they were considered saints at one point because God was talking to them or an angel was talking to them, you know? And she says that it was a sign of miracle, not madness. So Grace decides to share a story with Nomi. She starts talking about a moment where Amanita was really young. She was a kid, and she took her to her first 4th of July picnic. But she got really easily scared by the fireworks. Mm. And Amanita says, well, yeah, I still hate them. Because they're a symbol of war, and war every war is a failure. And I was like, "Period, I love you." <laughs> and she says that when Amanita got frightened, she suddenly wasn't in her any- with her anymore. She she let go of her hand and she disappeared into the crowd, which is similar to something else that we learned about later, which is a story of Kala's. But hers ended in like pure happiness. Mm. It, was a- it was a happy thing that happened. But this was very worrying for her mother. And she felt panic rise up. And suddenly she heard her, but she didn't hear her. It was like a feeling or a vibration in her chest. And she followed it straight back to Almanita. And she says that when she told people the story, she, she didn't really care if they believed her because she knew the truth. She knows what happened. And she says that she's comfortable with the idea that there's things happening in the world that we don't completely understand. Like, there's there's things that everybody just assumes, yeah, this is a thing that happens, and it's just hard to explain. You can't really explain it to people as easily. Mm. So, uh, they are looking through Metzger's travel records. They, she's hacked into like some mm. of the stuff he was looking at. And she says that recently he's traveled a lot. He's traveled to London, Istanbul, Switzerland, and Seoul, and Iceland. Which, some of those names, we know.
0: I, I was picking on all of that. I was like, oh shit, that's literally all of them.
1: A little worrying, so now we know he's connected in a way to what is happening, because there's a couple a couple names there that we realize, are locations there that make sense to us, mm-hmm. and from his insurance records, she sees that he's performed the lobotomy operation three times in the Bay Area and San Francisco in general, and two of the patients ended up dying, but there was a third one, and he lived, and his name was Niles Bolger, so they decide, okay, let's go check it out. So they go to this treatment center where now Ni- Niles Bulger is staying. Mm. And the nurse is like, what is your relationship with him? I can just let you see him. And she's like, oh, I'm his niece. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. And she believes them, evidently. Which, great. Thanks, thanks, nurse. And she takes them to see him. They find Niles, who's sitting there catatonic. He's in a near vegetative state. Mm. And he's got a large scar across his forehead. So... Evidently a number of things has been done and he's ruined. And Nomi sits beside him, she tries to talk to him, but she touches his hand and he's just unresponsive. He doesn't know she's there. He's just he's gone. It's like he's not even in there anymore. Yeah. And it stresses Nomi out and she runs out of the building crying and so Amanita goes after her. And Nomi explains that she got frightened because that was almost her. Yeah. That was Two seconds away from being her, and she asks Amanita to promise her to not let that happen to her. And Amanita's like, "Fucking yeah, I promise. Never in my life will I let that happen to you mm. <laughs> again. Ride or die." So, obviously, very sp- stressful to know that that was about to be, that was about to be you. Like Nomi was about to be gone like that as well. Like he's not in there at all. He's no. gone. Now with Will. And this was the this was the scene where it was like interspersing between Will and Nomi, and that mm-hmm. I'll just I just talked about Nomi first, but we're gonna talk about will now, yeah, and will and Diego are walking the streets with Deshaun, the kid that got shot yep. uh in episode one, so he's helping them because they helped him, so tip for tat kind of thing, yeah, and they're on the way to talk to someone, and Diego's like, well, I don't know, I don't know if we should be doing this and I was like, look, it's it's totally fine. It'll be great. We'll get some. We'll get some info. They realize they recognize this guy. His his name is Ludicrous Lincoln, and it turns out that Will was once involved with this guy's ex. Yeah. So this is a very poor coincidence that has just occurred here.
2: Yeah. Awkward.
1: It, yeah, very awkward. And so they walk up to him, and Ludicrous is like, "Oh, look who it is." And he tells Will that he was originally not gonna say anything. He was he was like, Look, I'm not giving this guy anything. And Deshaun's like, look, please. (laughs) And he says, Okay, do you know what the fundamental nature of the universe is? Because it's not competition, it's commerce. Which means if we do something for you, you gotta leave us alone.
2: Mm.
1: You know? Like I I expect something in return if I'm gonna give you anything. And Diego's at first like, no no no, and Will's just like Screw it. Yes, fine. Yeah, because he needs this information. Well, doesn't he
0: say if the information is good, then he will.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. If the information is legit, then fine. Which is
0: smart. You should clarify that beforehand in case like they're just fucking with you.
1: Very true. So exactly because if it's not legit, then you've just promised someone that you would do nothing in in exchange for nothing. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, Lincoln brings out this kid. His name is Four K. Great name. Uh, <laughs> for what he does, uh, he's apparently their lookout. Mm. And so he kind of sees everything that's going on in the neighborhood. He looks about eight. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, eight or nine. He's a tiny child. Um, but he's kind of he's kind of funny. I like him. Um, he's pretty great. And he hands them the phone with all the pictures on it. And so they're looking through these pictures. The church exterior is there. There's a van and men in gas masks carrying a body bag into a van. And the photos, thankfully, include the license plate. Because he was like, did you get the plates? And he was like, of course I did. What do you think this is? Amateur hour and shit? And I was like, you're pretty fun. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> so Diego is like, great. I'll put out a trace on it. We'll see what we can do. And when Will swipes the next photograph, Whispers is there. Yes. And he recognizes him from Angelica. Mm. And he says, I, I recognize this guy. He doesn't say that. They're like, do you recognize him? And he's just, like, stunned. And so they end up at the van rental company after tracing the number and find the white van. So he was, he was like, okay, so these guys brought the van back and it was like the cleanest cleanup job I've ever seen on one of these vans. Like there was not a spot on it.
2: Which is suspicious.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Will's like, oh, I'll bet. <laughs> yes, I, I bet they really take good care of cleaning up all this shit, but he opens the door to the van to check and he immediately sees Angelica dead and then like opening her eyes and he's like what the fuck (laughs) but she's not actually there he just it's like part of her kind of like lingers in areas Mm -hmm. at least so like he sees what she saw when this van was here even though she was dead it's all there and they're like are you good he's like yeah yeah fine just uh yeah cheers (laughs) thanks for showing us the van um Uh, That's where we leave Will. So now we go to Kala, Mm. who is, she's praying. She's talking to a statue of Ganesha. And she says, since my wedding, I've been having these strange visions that you've been showing me. I've seen a woman killing herself. I've seen people from distant places. And I've also seen a man (laughs) with a very large trunk
0: <laughs> She said trunk or not or junk
1: She says trunk because she looks at Ganesha who is uh there, Ganesha's appearance is an elephant
0: right okay yeah, yeah, yeah so
1: she's like she's like how should i phrase this trunk <laughs> and she says i i trust you but i'm just confused so tell me what i must do to see meaning for these visions And behind her, (laughs) watching her, is Wolfgang. Mm -hmm. And he says, "He says the first thing he says is, gods don't really give a shit about us. And she's like, damn it. (laughs) She turns around and suddenly she's in Berlin, in the pouring rain. Because he is sitting at an outside cafe. And she says, why can't you leave me alone? (laughs) And he says, I've tried. I've tried not to think about you, but I keep failing. And then I just end up here. And he's, she says, well, at least this time you're wearing clothes. Fair. <laughs> Fair, honestly. Wolfgang offers Kala to come sit behind beside him. And in Mumbai, Kala's moved to a rooftop where they're having their conversation. And he says, the weather is really nice here. It's very warm. It's not like Berlin right now. And she says, well, it rains pretty heavily here, too. But it's not so cold, like, here. Because this is freezing. Like, she feels it and he kind of tries to warm her up he like puts his arm around yeah. her to have a moment oh my god i love them <laughs> wolfgang asks kala if her god's really ever helped and she says well i did ask ganesha to stop my wedding however subconsciously or not subconsciously i i wanted her to stop my wedding ganesha to stop my wedding and and they did
3: yeah
1: and wolfgang doubts that her gods stopped the wedding cuz i was like well, you sure i didn't know was there yeah naked so Wolfgang asks if that means she considers their connection a miracle, because he's the one that showed up. So was yeah. like, oh, does that mean you be- if you believe your god did a miracle there, does that mean I'm the miracle? And uh, Kala says that miraculous is an appropriate description for whatever is going on right now, because she can smell flowers, she can taste bitter coffee, and she's being soaked by rain when I'm still sitting in the warmth of the sun. So what else would you call that? with Riley. She's back at home in Iceland. She's coming downstairs, and her father asks her if she slept well. He's playing the piano. And she says it's the best sleep she's had in a long time, which I'm sure is very true. Yeah. She doesn't have to worry about going out and DJing, for one, um, because that's what she usually do instead of sleeping, and then she'd sleep when she gets home. Yeah. But aside from that, she was also on the run for a bit there uh, from a drug dealer. So yeah. <laughs> uh, she's Thankfully, she's good now, and she's had a nice sleep. And her father says he made pancakes, and uh, they go and eat. And with Caffius, he is watching Amandi receive her medical treatment, and it's making him flash back to his childhood. And his mother is having this discussion with the tribe that they were in, Mm -hmm. their leaders, and she says that apparently they're arguing and saying that he should leave because he's from another tribe which apparently his parents are both from different tribes her mother his mother from one and his father from another yeah and they said well his father's blood is in him so he belongs with them not here and she says he's my son and i said well he belongs with his own people so she immediately gets him gets her stuff and they leave. And one of the tribe leaders tries to stop her, but she says, no, I hope you all go to hell and goddamn your bad blood. Mm. So evidently that's what happened to make them leave there. Kind of, you know, it was secure-ish, I guess. Life. They they had a community yeah. and they left because they didn't accept him as one of their own. So son in prison has to show up for sewing duty. Yeah. Apparently they're sewing duty in prison. They're doing vocational training in other words. And the guard asks her if she can sew, and she says no. She's like, oh, did your mother neglect you? It's like, no, she's dead. (laughs) She's like, oh, gee, well, then you're so lucky you're finally receiving training. I am. Yeah, I'm so lucky. (laughs) And so she asks the other inmates if anyone wants to volunteer to teach her. And after threatening them a little bit, uh, Sujin volunteers, who is one of her cellmates. Hmm. And she says, go sit next to her. and She'll tell you how to how to sew. So that's what Sun's doing right now. Yeah. Back with Riley. She's eating her pancakes. Which look delicious. And Gunner, her father, tells Riley that he watched her on the internet. He saw some of her shows. And she says, it's not really a big deal. I, I just helped drunk people get laid. That was pretty much my job. And... He says that her making music isn't a small thing. As a musician himself, he understands this. Mm. And people will get to momentarily forget their problems when she's there. So she provides some a great comfort and great service. And he tells her that he's proud of her for making music. Because I just love them. I, I just love their relationship. He's such a sweet man. And he loves his daughter so much. And he's, he's, I think he loves as well that she's into music. And she does like music as well because he does music Mm. and he loves that he can pass that down to someone. I think so they have a very good relationship as they, they have that in common. He tells her he has to leave for rehearsal, but that if she needs anything or if she wants to go out, she can contact Sven who is next door. And she says, I thought he was still on his boat, but apparently he dropped everything when he heard that she was coming back. And so this shows that Riley definitely has had a positive community when she grew up in Iceland. Yeah. She had a lot of people who were there for her and who love her. And he also tells her before he leaves that, I don't care who shows up for the symphony as long as it's you. You you can be the only one who shows up, but I just want you there. Yeah. And he kisses her on the forehead and leaves. But after he leaves, Riley hears a woman who we see behind her that says, you shouldn't have come back. Yeah. Yeah, and when she turns around, there's no one there. She's gone. Yikes. That's all I'm saying. Yikes. We learn more about her. I don't think next episode. Maybe next episode. I'm not entirely sure if it's next episode or not. It might be the one after that. I didn't see it in the vibes, but I could have been skimming. But mm. she does come back, and we do find out what the hell that is.
0: Okay, because at first I thought it was like maybe um, Angelica or something, or like mm. some sort of Sense8 thing, but I don't think it was.
1: I don't know. Maybe we'll find out.
0: Because I, I, I don't think the oh you don't you should leave or whatever relates to anyone else. Like, I know she didn't she say she had like a reason for leaving or something, or like she couldn't come back because or her or her dad said it's hard for her to come back or something.
1: It is because she has a past yeah. that is really tough for her, and that's the first time we heard about that. So she does have a past here where something bad happened to her.
0: Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's more something relate to her past rather than the sensei. Thing.
1: Maybe, but remember in the last episode, um, she was told when she was a kid that one of the hidden people told her she was hexed. And that bad things will happen if she stays in Iceland.
0: Oh, so it's one of the hidden people? I'm Which, did that, is that a say person or is that a hidden? Or are they two different entities?
1: Wonderful question. I guess we'll i will find, find out. I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm find the next episode. wonderful I question
1: we will get there don't worry okay so we are going to take a break here and when we come back kala and wolfgang have a uh, more of a conversation about science faith and uh, gravity yeah. so <laughs> we will talk about that when we come back and we are back with sense eight episode seven WWN double d i i have to say that right. I have to really concentrate to say that. right Yeah. <laughs> so we're back with Kala and Wolfgang. And she decides to tell him a story about why she prays tukanesha and believes in her faith and everything. And she says that when she was younger, she always hated being alone. In quiet and dark room, and she was sleeping, and she just did not like it. So she always fell asleep at her father's restaurant because there were people around. Yeah. And she says that since since she hated being alone, she always loved festivals. And she has a childhood flashback to we see her at the Ganesh Chaturthi parade. I could have butchered that, so I do apologize to everyone. Um, but she's at this festival, and it's the one where there's like colored powder, and you like throw it on the white clothes yeah. and thing. It's very, very fun, very colorful. Everyone's very yeah. happy. And she's with her her mother. She's holding on to her hand. But it's a very packed area. And they end up getting se- separated. So this is yes. where it kind of connects back to when Amanita, the story that Amanita got separated from her mother. And she's yelling for her mom. She's wondering where she went. And a young boy shows up. And he takes her hand. He says, come, come with me. Follow me. And they go into this giant parade float of Ganesha. They go under it and they go up into the Ganesha kind of like, not statue, but like hollowed out, paper mache thing. And he says, do you want to see something really cool? You gotta see this. You want to see what Ganesha sees. And so they go up there and they look through the eyes and Kala's eyes are like dazzled by the sight of the entire festival. Yeah, You could see everybody and you could see all the happiness and the bright Positivity that's littering the streets, you know. Mm. And adult Kala back with her with Wolfgang says that in that moment she felt a closeness that she'd never felt before, and that's what made her believe in Ganesha.
0: Mm. No question. Mm-hmm. Do we ever find out who the little boy is?
1: No, actually, it was okay. just, he was just someone who brought her.
0: Okay, because I was gonna person. say I I thought it was gonna be like a reveal that with actually Rajan or something, and that, that would actually cute. make her like. Maybe like, oh wow, like he would want to show me that. Maybe like, she might start feeling things for him then. Mm -hmm. But
1: that would be cute. But I don't, no, I don't think it was anyone specific. Okay. And Wolfgang asks her how she can believe in a god if she's also a scientist. Mm. doesn't that make sense to him. Which I've heard this argument before as well. Um, and Kala points out that there are many scientific phenomena that defy explanation, and like it's like in quantum physics where. How can a particle be there and not be there? There are many things that are unexplained by science. And that science is used to describe the same miracles that Faith talks about. That's what she believes. And as Kala continues to talk about gravity, they sort of gravitate towards each other. Gravity is pulling them in. And... Carla talks th- about the mysterious attraction known as Gravity as they're kind of getting closer and she says that no- without it, none of this would exist. The world wouldn't exist. And they're starting to go together and they're getting a kiss but once again, our lovely Mr. Cockblock Felix shows up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and Felix apparently has received news from Abraham, the man who bought half the diamonds. Mm-hmm. And he says that he's willing to purchase the rest of them. And so they're on on high. They're living. They're living life. They're about to yeah. be rich again. And Felix is... Ex- I cannot speak today. It's horrible. Felix is excited. And Wolfgang... <laughs> what is wrong with my mouth today? I can't say words. It's like... I've been up <laughs> ah!
2: You got
1: it. <laughs> uh, so Felix is really excited and he asks Wolfgang why he looks so down because he looks yeah. like observable for a second. It's like, well, dude, he was with a pretty girl and you walked in. So um but Wolfgang says that, hey, since we're making money, we should we should get out of here. We should go on a trip. He's like, where? He, India. <laughs> 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 Maybe we should go to India. Uh, so He's already thinking about going to see Kala. Yeah. But she should. and which she should. which she totally should. <laughs> and so we cut to Sun, who is stressed uh, while she's sewing. She doesn't know what she's doing. And neither did I when I first started, so I get that. <laughs> and as she's still practicing, Sujin's kind of helping her along. She says, I'll try turning it over there and then turning it over, things like that. And... As they're talking, an inmate from the back stands up and carries all her unfinished fabric up. And we know she's must be someone, because behind her someone goes, she's coming, she's coming. So, a problem, this isn't a new, this isn't a new problem. Mm-hmm. And she walks up to Sujin's table, drops all her unfinished work into Sujin's basket, and after checking if the guard is looking, she takes all of Sujin's finished clothes and puts all her unfinished stuff in front of her. And Leaves. Uh, and she says, "Great, this is just. Does this happen often? Uh, I would like to give up now. <laughs> I'd like to throw myself off the roof because apparently I don't know what's wrong with my tongue today, but it's just like staying here. It doesn't move. <laughs> it's not moving the way it's supposed to. No. <laughs> it's making me mad. La la la." Okay. Da-da-da-da-da. So, she takes all her finished clothes, puts them in front of the guard, and leaves. She leaves early. She passes off the work as her own. And Sun asks if that happens often. And Sujin said it only really happens on sunny days. So, she doesn't really get to go out into the sun much, because she's busy finishing this other prisoner's stuff.
2: Mm.
1: And that genuinely sucks and it seems that son doesn't like that no <laughs> we'll see if she takes care of it and then we cut to caffias caffias is bringing amandi back uh because she finished her medical treatment and he brings her to her father's headquarters and he's there and he hugs her and she's happy to see him and evidently it's her birthday I'd never leave you on your birthday, and she's like, "I thought you forgot. I didn't think you forgot. I, th- I knew you were pretending. I could tell." <laughs> and Cappius says, "Happy birthday to her!" Now that she, now that he knows, and he's like, "Why didn't you tell me?" And she replies with, "I like secrets," which we know kind of because she had mentioned the Wonder yeah. Woman thing earlier. It's like, Shh, secret. So it's her thing. She likes that. And Silas tells Cappius that. Does he? Oh yeah. Silas tells Cappius that. She's kind of like him. she's like her dad, you know, mm. and that he has a surprise for her because he had been keeping a secret as well. And he says that you should come too to Kaffius because yeah. we're gonna go, we're gonna go celebrate a birthday. So they go inside, and
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> Did
1: you just tell from my face what we're about I, to do? I, I could. About? I
0: was like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go.
1: Uh I feel like I make that face every time we turn to Lito and and. And Daniela and Hernando, because like I've done the last couple episodes, because I'm like, fuck, we're gonna get into this, and I know okay, you're gonna let's be go. upset. Let's,
0: yeah, that's like I tell the story.
1: So, so here we are with Lito. It's the next morning. Lito is singing, ay, ay, like, he's singing the bo- song from The Bodyguard. Oh, was he? Um, yeah, he was. He's like, ay, ay, oh, I
0: did not from that.
1: But he says, we'll always love Hernando. Like, he, <laughs> he changes the words. Oh, I,
0: okay, no, I do remember that now. Yeah.
1: There you go. He is singing that song, but he replaces the words. Uh so he's still living on bodyguard land. He's he's in love. And he brings him breakfast in bed. And then he receives a text from Danny. And he's like, Is this what our relationship has come to? Texting me from inside the house. And she's like, I didn't text you. And he looks down at the text and it's a picture of him and Hernando having sex. And he realized that it's Joaquin who just texted him. And it turns out that he stole Danny's phone when they had that little scuffle downstairs before he pushed out. And now he has pictures of Leto and Hernando having sex. And ev- everyone's panicked. Everyone's freaking out. And Daniela's like, okay, look, look, I'm, I'm so sorry. This is this is all my fault. Hello. I I, uh, <laughs> And... She, he says, "Look, this, he could use this as blackmail. Like, this, this will ruin my career. It'll ruin my life. And she takes all the blame and says that she's going to fix it. And she leaves the apartment as they're freaking out. She, she says, this is all me. This is my fault. So I'm going to make it right. I'm going to fix it. And she leaves. What do you have to say about this? <laughs> I fucking hate her. No, please don't hate her. I, like. I know, I? I know.
0: No, no, you Wait. specifically. How many times have you complained about people taking pictures of two guys just kissing, and just that, let alone <laughs> two people I having have. full-on sex?
1: I have. See, that's the thing I totally have.
0: Many a times.
1: <laughs> many a time. Um, I agree. She shouldn't have done that, and I agree this is her fault. Stealing the phone wasn't, but that's, I digress. They were, the pictures were there in the first place. It is her fault.
0: Like, I feel like ever since she came here and, like, you know, kind of find out about Alito and Hernando, she has just made their lives more difficult. Like, okay. she is a, like, she's, like, the fucking plague with them. Like, she just needs okay. to, like, okay. like, it's just, like, it slowly gets worse. I'm like, you know, it's just, it.
1: Ugh. Okay. I definitely see where you're coming from, and this is definitely her fault. I swear to God, she gets better.
0: I don't believe you. I <laughs> i really like i've been trying we're halfway through the season and so far nothing has made me like her even a little bit
1: okay this season i don't know if you will
0: (laughs) that's half the show
1: (laughs) now i know i know it's half the show but like i swear to god like this is. i'm trying to word it in a way that's like yes what she's doing is not good
0: Honestly, I, I feel like you only like her because she's taught. I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I don't think she like, <laughs> like I'll be honest, you? like, like everything I've seen of her so far and you keep defending her like crazy. I'm like, I, I like, I, there's nothing I can take from this other than that. Like,
1: <laughs> how dare you question my integrity as a lesbian?
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it could be the case because oh, so far yes, I have okay. seen zero silver linings for Danny.
1: Okay, she's hot. I get it. Like, yes, she is probably the person in the show I'm most attracted to. But that. Oh, I digress. there it is. I digress. This is not what this is about. Because I swear to God, I love their family dynamic as we go further into the show. Okay, I really love it. It's part of my. It's one of my favorite things in this whole fucking show. Like, the three of them love each other so much by the end of this. Like, really, you, you just got, yeah, you just got to take the one. ride. You just. You, you just gotta take the ride. <laughs> you just gotta I this is so like the worst part is
0: they didn't even know that she was taking pictures of them having sex. Like that is like
1: they didn't that is yeah, they didn't. super
0: bad. Let alone it's it, really like, bad. Like even if it didn't get out, she would still keep it for like perverted reasons.
1: Like Yeah, it's, it's just, very it's bad. So like
0: I I can't. I can't. like honestly, it's getting to the point where I am hating her so much that it that it, it's like it's it's giving ye for me. Which we know is a bad thing if you watch Cutie Pie or listen to our podcast for that. It's giving ye vibes where I hate that character so much that oh no. I enjoy hating on them. Like I will find any little thing just to hate them for. And oh no. Danny is getting to that line.
1: Oh no, no.
0: So that's my thoughts.
1: Ugh. I see, okay, she's definitely at fault, and she definitely did has done bad shit. I agree. Like, this is not okay. None of this is okay. I just, like, know that later on it, it the dynamic changes, and it's very hard right now to to be like, no, it's okay, because I know this shit is bad, but I swear to God that she's not as bad later on. I... But I know there are some things that she's gonna like mention or say or do that even further in the show, like even if you've grown to like even like her, you're gonna you're just gonna end up being like, girl, why didn't you ask this earlier in the show? Like, is there are some things you're gonna. <laughs> so we're just gonna, yeah. So <laughs> okay. what was your Did... what? You said you you said you maybe had a theory about. Oh, like... yeah.
0: So I was gonna get to that my theory. Yeah. So she kind of runs off, probably to go to Joaquin to try to get the phone back or whatever.
1: hmm
0: My theory was, if she ends up getting, like, kidnapped or something by him, and then, like, Joaquin, like, texts me like, hey, I got Danny, like, hi, like, give me something or whatever, and tries to, like, do something weird like that, where, again, her leaving and going to Joaquin just caused his Leto and Hernando more trouble, that's gonna piss me off. You're making a face. I fucking hate this. It's,
2: no, no, no it's, this. it's just,
1: it's not, yeah. it's not... It's not as simple as that. But I won't say it doesn't cause them more trouble.
0: Ever since she came into their relationship, she has caused more trouble. Like, not only is she, like, perverted and weird and, you know, sexualizing this and fetishizing it and all that shit. She also... Joaquin's reason that, like, he... Like, the that reason that the knife was held to fucking leak to throat was because Danny was there. Like, she, she knew. Like, she was like, oh, I'm trying to get away from this crazy guy. Let me say here... Like, I and I feel like she's smart enough to know that Joaquin would still follow her wherever she went, even if it was with some other guy. Like, it's almost like she didn't have any care for putting them in harm of Joaquin, who she knows is batshit crazy. It's... Bring
2: the phone. It's,
1: uh... It's, uh... Um... Um, uh, this is bad. Um... <laughs> Okay.
0: I may have won this round.
1: (laughs) See, I, I, everything you're saying, yes. Like, I totally, I totally agree with. And, like, what you're, like, at first, like, when you were giving me your, like, theory, I was like, ah, we're mm, totally fine. And then you went on about, like, more of the theory, and I went, (laughs) So, it's, (laughs) i'm just gonna yeah 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 (laughs) everything you're saying makes sense it does yeah and we will leave it at that um Oh, God. I don't want to. Like, it sucks because, like, I love her so much, but, like, I don't want to say anything bad about her because, like, I know what, she, what what they become later on. Like, their whole, like, dynamic becomes later on. And I know that, like, like it's not that right now. It doesn't feel like that right now because this is the beginning and they're working out the kinks. <laughs> and she's got a lot of kinks.
0: Yeah, she does. <laughs> Clearly. With the fucking picture she takes. <laughs> God <laughs>
1: oh, damn it! <laughs> right when I said it to I was like, "She's got a lot of kinks," and I went, "Fuck!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like you were setting me up for that. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like you were setting me up.
1: I for that. about halfway through my sentence, I, I was like, "Oh, this would be great," but I already finished it. By the time I thought it, <laughs> and then it was a whole thing. Oh God. Anyway, okay. Anyway, let's move on because is a, this is a <laughs> subject. <assumptions. laughs> okay, so we move on to Nomi. And her and Amnita are incognito at this cafe. It's called the Atlas Cafe, which, fun Easter egg, the Wachowski sisters actually, who created Sense8, oh. uh, they also created the movie Cloud Atlas. So this is a little Easter egg to one of their other projects. Cloud oh, Atlas. Cool. So it's the at- Atlas Cafe. And also, side note, in Cloud Atlas, I'm not sure if anyone else was there, so correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I know that Bay Duna, who plays... Son was in Cloud Atlas as well. So she's worked with them a couple times. Oh, nice. So these, these are little Easter eggs that you'll see. The Wachowski sisters also did The Matrix. So that's a fun little tidbit. Um, which I've never seen. I do need to watch The Matrix. Uh, <laughs> but they are in this cafe. And no, they're there because Nomi found out that this is kind of where Metzger usually goes to get his coffee. Like daily coffee. It's routine. And Amanita asks, you know, like, are you sure? That he's gonna show up because we could just be here and he won't show up all day and she says i've found a bunch of receipts he comes here all the time around the same time every day so this Mm. this is his usual place and just like clockwork here he comes enters through the door and while he's there nomi starts cloning his phone and downloading personal information but she needs him to open his email or connect to the Wi-Fi or, or use, mm. use some sort of internet service in the area for them to get in there. And is like, are you sure he's even going to open his email? I don't think he's going to. And she's like, have you ever not checked your phone when you're just waiting in line for something or waiting in line for coffee? Yeah, true. 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 I check my phone all the time when I'm in a line. And just, again, like clockwork, because Nomi's a fucking genius, he takes his phone out and opens his emails. So she gets all this stuff flowing into her computer right now. She's got calls, emails, contacts, passwords, all that fun stuff. And Omnid is like, Wow, oh, you really are like Robin Hood. Kind of sexy. <laughs> so just then, as well, Metzger receives a phone call. The call is very short, and the only thing Metzger says is a very confused, What? And that's it.
0: And he
2: runs and
1: out. Right before he leaves. Yeah, right before he runs out, he looks over and they're like, fuck. (laughs) Mm. We're, We're not here. And then he runs out, leaves the cafe. So something very apparently serious has happened. And Amanita says that when he left, he looked kind of scared. Which is weird. And now Nomi is wondering, it's making her wonder who called him to make him look so scared. So she looks at the cloned phone and she sees the call came from a Dr. Matheson. So she decides to call the number right before she does to just like, stop it. I know that look. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and she ends up calling the number and this person answers saying, I thought we were clear. So still thinks he's talking to, doc- to uh, Dr. Metzger. Mm-hmm. And, but after some silence, immediately goes, is this Nomi? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And he says, I'm looking forward to meeting you, right before Nomi hangs up. Mm. Which is a little little terrifying, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. And Amida asks, who was it? And Nomi says, I don't know, but they knew me.
2: Mm. That was Whisper, correct?
1: That was Whisper's. I will tell you that now. That was Whisper's. I figured. And Nomi says that Metzger is booked on a plane to Chicago that night. And they decide mm. to make a plan to break into his apartment. Oh, Chicago! We know Chicago. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say Chicago. Like that's important. Was like, oh shit! But he doesn't. End Chicago's, up there,
1: honestly, but, yeah, pretty important. Not gonna lie. So they make a plan to break into his apartment when he's gone. And Amadou like, I don't, I don't know. Let's not. And Nomi's like, come on. W W N double D. What would Nancy Drew do? And okay, fine. Amanita loves her books, which we do find out throughout this, as well because they did meet in a uh, library, or a bookshop. They met in a bookshop at her job. So, it's books are a very big thing for Amanita. Back with Caffius, Silas is taking his daughter up to the roof, and it turns out there's a surprise party there for her. And everybody's there, there's presents, there's a party, she's very excited. And they talk off to the side for a moment while she's looking at all her presents, and he tells Caffius that Amandi likes, uh, Amundi likes him. He, she's, uh, she's apparently mentioned him quite a bit. She really likes you. She likes when you're driving her around and stuff. You've uh, become a nice person to her. And he says, "Well, that's easy. Your daughter's very, very nice person." Mm-hmm. And Silas says, "I'd do anything for my daughter." And I assume it's the same for you with your mother. Yeah. Which, yes, obviously. And so he takes Caffius downstairs. And as they're walking, Silas is talking to Capius, and he says, his enemies like to call his love for his daughter a weakness. Mm. Something to be exploited. But he disagrees, saying that his enemies hold lust, greed, and desire in their heart, which is the true weakness. And as they're walking, they find a bunch of his men surrounding this man, tied to a chair.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And, um, turns out someone is being held hostage there, and apparently it's this man that once worked for him. And he was being groomed yeah. to be his, like, main guy, his runner. Yeah. And then he betrayed him. Yeah. Which, which is something you don't want to do, evidently, because the men put his arms on the table as Silas is just continuing to talk, all nice and chill. And he says that he won't let the future of his daughter be destroyed by greed and stupidity. And as he says that, he chops off, he takes a machete and he chops off the hostage's hands. Yep. With no remorse. Bizarre. And... <laughs> And the handless man is obviously in pain, oh, yeah scream, screaming. And all Silas says uh, to Cappius is, he understood the risks. Yeah, mm, that's it. Psychetic. honestly, that's I, there, I completely so. agree
0: with, with Silas. I think that uh, the guy were... had a con- like he was stealing the drugs that he was giving. And he was trying to like wire it down and do that, like you don't do shit like that. Uh, otherwise you get your hands cut off. like that. I would like that's that fully valid that like I was completely on Silas's team with that. I n- no issues.
1: I w- that's why That's why I was like, this is going to be a very interesting ca- character to talk about, because some of the shit he does is, like, really graphic and shit, but... I don't care.
0: I love the graphic show.
1: I know you look up the graphic <laughs> show. But I was like, but also he's like, he loves his daughter and he's a very he's he's yeah. a kind man otherwise so like it's very he's a very interesting character honestly i and i didn't even think about it that much until i started rewatching it and i went actually this is a very complex kind of character
0: <laughs> yeah because like i mean again if the guy the guy was technically stealing from silas and by like you know the drug he was giving he was like taking more than he was doing or whatever watering it down whatever i don't know the exact mm-hmm. thing but he was suddenly stealing from him
2: mm-hmm. like
0: he he was trying to help him out give him the drugs for whatever he needed it for and he was being greedy and taking more of it. It's like, no, you don't get to fucking take um advantage of my generosity. I'm cutting off your hands now. Like
1: I'm cutting off your hands now. Fair. Fair, okay. I'm just Good saying. to know. <laughs> so that's where Cappius is at. He's realizing that he may have bit off a little more than he can chew, but we shall see what the future holds for that. Well, as long as
0: he doesn't take more like, you know, be greedy <laughs> or steal things, then he's fine. Like, as long as he keeps um the daughter's safe and doesn't you know be get greedy and starts dealing more than whatever then he's fine like I, and he's a good person so I think he'll be fine.
1: He is a good person. So now with Nomi, they have broken into the apartment. Ooh. Fun into fact: I've always part. wanted to do this. Really? <laughs>
0: I've always Break into wanted an apartment? to like, sneak into an apartment, like you know, snoop around on something to like get information, like like very like spy <laughs> detective like. I've always wanted to do it. I haven't. But I've always wanted to do that.
1: <laughs> You're like, I want to clarify. I have not done that.
0: <laughs> I have not.
1: If F- any FBI were about to listen in and really, like, pay attention, don't worry, he <laughs> hasn't done it. <laughs> I haven't.
0: But I-, I think it would be fun. Like, very, like, Scooby-Doo, Nancy drew ass. Like, I feel like that would be so fun.
1: That's what Amanita's thinking as well. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I-, I I would be Amanita in this situation and be like, oh, this is so fun. <laughs> like, just having yeah. a great time.
1: She breaks the door open pretty easily, actually. because apparently. She read it once in a book, and seemed to work pretty well. And she says she quotes, and I she says and I quote, "the power of literature. <laughs> literature can do anything." And uh, she also read in a book that they can use the crowbar in as as an alarm, so that if someone comes through the door, it'll drop and they'll hear it and they can go. Yeah. Smart. That's smart. I would not have thought of that. Gonna be honest with you. So that was very smart. Now I'll think of it because I've seen this. But yeah. So tip anyone if you're ever breaking into a house. <laughs>
0: Use a crowbar to add an alarm.
1: Yes. Genius. Um, so the, she's like, we should be a crime-fighting doer or something, because this is pretty great. So they start snooping around. Nomi finds some personal information on Metzger's computer. She puts her flash drive in to kind of move stuff off of it. And she says, he doesn't even have any porn on here. There's not. There's like barely anything on here. Yeah. There's not even porn. And is like, that is weird. That's very, very odd. <laughs> It's just weird. No, that's. I mean, I would less... like to clarify. I would like to clarify. I do not have porn on my computer.
0: I don't have it on my computer, but like, I definitely <laughs> like. I. I know where to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. I know where to go. Uh... I mean, yeah. Let,
0: let, let's call a Spade a Spade. You're like, yeah, because if, if we don't, if we don't, because that then we seem weird. So we need to like clarify exactly. that. Yes.
1: Yeah, see, we're not weird. We're not Metzger. Yeah. We know where porn is. Yeah, uh... we don't like
0: download it on our computer and save it. That was weird. Like that's. I mean, no, no,
1: no, no. Bad idea, honestly. You could get viruses that way. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I got viruses once, and my mom was like, "Oh, what is it? Uh, what sketchy website did you visit?" And I was like, "I don't know. I downloaded a movie to watch, and wait, had... really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, did you download porn and you got a virus? No, in that?
1: no, I didn't download it. That's oh. the thing. Because I think I, 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 think I just visited a website, and it was a sketchy one or something like that, and it like snuck was into it my computer website? that way. Yeah." <laughs> oh, okay. God, really? <laughs> Duh. Um, but well, I don't know. I mean, there
0: are other sketchy, like, websites. We that were get just talking
1: of. about it, so I figured I'd just say whatever. Fucking, yeah, we're adults. Um,
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And it was, like, I was, like, in high school, mind you, so, like. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, the, I mean, yeah, that, that that's
0: like the prime time.
1: Yeah, I did not want her to know that, though, so. <laughs>
0: well, fair. I mean, yeah, no, fair, but.
1: It was very much, like, I was, like. Like it was like pop-ups everywhere, like ooh tits da 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 like everywhere, everywhere. I was like fuck this is bad. And she was like, she looked at it. She was like, what did you do? Like what? What did you? Mind? I was like, I downloaded the new movie that's out tomorrow on my computer because someone filmed it. And she was like, don't do that next time because you'll get viruses like this. I was like, okay, mama. <laughs> so I learned.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Learn your lesson, guys. Don't. Go yeah, don't places, don't please.
0: download porn. Just like, if, if you if you need to, just like remember a handful of websites to go to, or like just like Google thing. Like, it's, it's not that hard to find. Like, it's really not. It's not hard enough to find where you should download it. Like, it's, no, it's really not.
1: It's really not. Don't don't download it. Um, yeah. yeah it's, so it's, uh, <laughs> I guess that's the end result. It's weird he doesn't have porn on his computer, but I guess so. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Amanita's looking through and she finds a picture of Metzger with Cheney. Feel like I know who that is, but I I can't Jamie. remember. Yeah, pretty sure it's that guy. I know that I know guy. the name, and I know that he sucks. But let me find. Oh, that well, yeah. Um, I didn't
2: know about. I I just knew
3: his know. name.
1: Oh. He was the pres. He was the vice president, not the president. Oh my god! If he was the president, I would have been like, wow, my education sucked. Um. Oh, my God. I thought his grandchild was Katy Perry. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? It, said, it says grandchildren, Kate Perry. <laughs> oh. I was like, grandchild excuse me? Grandchild, Katy Perry. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this? Um, he was a vice president.
2: Oh. And... Uh, oh, one,
1: That's one, one. oh, under George W. Bush from 2001 to 2009.
2: Oh, with he's, line, he's a
1: member popular. he's a member of the Republican Party and I don't like Republicans anyway so that's already strike one Um. <laughs> uh, evidently uh, there were scandals and shit but that's usual for any president so right. she picks up a picture It's she's like oh my god a picture with him with Cheney That is, uh, uh, I mean uh, he must be evil <laughs> I love you Um. And, but then she puts it down and she finds a Nancy Drew book. Yeah, oh, he can't so be that cute. bad. He can't be all bad. <laughs> I love her so much. She's so cute. And that's what she's doing, looking over in the, at his life. But Nomi is copying all this stuff onto the hard drive. And she says, it's going to take a few minutes. Oh. So they start doing that. And while they're doing that, we switch over to Wolfgang, who gets, to, gets back to the locksmith shop. And he knocks on the door and Felix lets him in and is acting a little stressed.
3: Yeah.
1: He he's like, I he's like, Did you go? Did you get the diamonds or the money already? He's like, Yeah, I went, but nothing happened. I went there and he wasn't there. His shop was closed. Everything was packed up. It, it was just gone. And he's like, Look, I've been re- rethinking that idea of you to travel to India. Let's go. Let's go now. <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah. And suddenly a girl appears at the door. And She's knocking the door. She's like, "Can you please help me?" And he's like, "We're closed." And she's like, "But please!" She's like, "Oh, I'll help you. What will all the damsels do when I am gone?" Like he's he's being he's being Felix, and hmm. but then she's she looks a little more sinister as she steps back, and a black van pulls up, and it's Steiner inside Wolfgang's cousin, and he doesn't have enough time to react until uh, when, when Steiner unloads a shotgun blast into Felix's chest. Damn. He's hit bad, and he gets thrown back. And he crashes right through the broken glass, the wood, everything. And Wolfgang's like, what the fuck? So he runs up to him. He's covered in debris. He's bleeding. And Wolfgang and Steiner kind of make eye contact for a second before Steiner pulls away. So he's not killing Wolfgang. He is uh, shooting Felix. And so Wolfgang is now panicking as he's trying to save Felix. Now back with Nomi in our final sequence of events yes yes nomi and amanita first thing they hear the crowbar drops thank Ooh. god for the alarm that's on good alarm um so someone has come back in and we pop over there and we see metzger at the open door he's holding his luggage and he's like this is weird and he threatens to call the police knowing that someone is definitely there if there's a crowbar in the door and Amini is like, okay, we need to go then. But Nomi has another plan because she still needs to download those files. So they need a little more time. Mm. And Metzger walks in and he sees Nomi. He's like, ah, oh, Nomi, um, I'm so glad you came back. I'm glad you realized you need help. I'll I'll call an ambulance. I'll be here soon. Uh, it's like, dude, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Like, you're the jig's up. We know you're not like a legit dude. And Amanita comes up behind him when Nomi says, like, she, she's like, you're the one who's going to need an ambulance. And Amanita comes up behind him with, like, she got a mace. She's got a hammer. <laughs> she's ready. Yeah. She, yeah, she threatens him and forces him to drop his phone before he can call anyone. And she tells him that they visited Niles Bulger. And he says, I already, I I I know that already, but I'm guessing that's why my trip to Chicago was canceled. So that's the reason he's back. Hmm. and she says that she talked to dr matheson and metzger immediately becomes worried like how do you know that name what do you mean and jonas visits in that moment and tells nomi that she needs to get out because whispers is coming
2: yeah.
1: and she kind of repeats it she goes who's whispers and metzger's like oh my god you've killed the <laughs> song like
0: i'm not gonna lie I kind of felt bad for Mesker in this moment, because I think this was when I realized that, oh, he, I don't think he wanted to do any of this. I think he was being forced to do all this by Whisper. Like, he was kind of like a pawn or puppet for Whisper. Because, judging by what happens later, and him, you know, getting shot and dying, Mm. like, it's clear, he he, he was not the head honcho in this. He was kind of just like the lower tier pawn in the game of chess, just just being moved around and controlled, doing what he had to stay alive. Because if not, he probably would have died earlier.
1: I think it was very much that he still had a scientific interest in whatever was happening, and he wanted to do what he was doing. However, I think that he was definitely lower tier, and he was definitely being used because of his scientific intrigue. Like, what he was doing was not good, but he was definitely way lower on the totem pole and being used for his, his skills. Yeah. So he's freaking out. You've killed us all. And he recognizes that she's talking to Jonas as well, which is very interesting. So he knows who Jonas is. Mm -hmm. And Jonas tells them that he's here. So you need to leave. And suddenly Niles Bulger walks in our man that was extremely catatonic and a vegetative state. Yeah. Evidently not anymore. And he's wearing a suit and brandishing a gun. So Amanita sprays Niles with the pepper spray. She jumps in and he drops the gun. So they get, They're about to get out of there. Metzger and Niles are kind of fighting and wrestling. But Nomi's like, wait, 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 wait. It's almost done. We we, we have to get the USB. We're here for a reason. (laughs) Need the info.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but when someone who was, like, in a vegetative state comes in with a gun, like, I feel like that's when you kind of cancel the plan and just get the fuck out of there.
1: Uh, True, but, like, what do they do if it's, it's, like, the second they leave, that is gone. Because people will come in and clean up the area especially people that are involved and you've lost any lead you had. So I mean, yeah, I, but you're see, also
0: risking your own lives by saying, and then
1: they're risking their own lives by doing any of this anyway.
0: I mean, well, I mean, these are when they were sneaking in, that's the less of a risk, but but now that there's a gun yeah. involved and in like a, you know, former vegetate, veget, vegetate, state. what's the Veg-
1: Veggie state. <laughs> veggie state. <laughs> Vegetative.
0: V- vegetative state <laughs> guy <laughs> with a gun coming in, like fighting the who you thought was an evil doctor. It's like you know, like I mean, you you, you kind of got nowhere to fold them.
1: Yeah, I definitely see that. I would I would fuck off. I know me, but like yeah. they're brave. They stay. Uh, well, at least Nomi doesn't. I Nomi's mean, like get the fuck out of <laughs> And so Nomi grabs the USB drive because it's done, and they run out into the hallway. And Metzger follows them, and because Metzger follows them, Niles follows them, so everyone's running down the hallway, the girls are banging on doors asking for help, and someone does pop out and go, hey, what's up, are you okay? And he gets shot immediately. (laughs) This poor guy.
0: It's not that he just gets shot, Nomi and Namania kind of, like, either push him or hide behind him, as-
1: Yeah, they were- well, yeah, they are hiding behind him for sure, but- he probably was also like it's okay what's going on like I feel like he's that kind of person too even though we've never But then he before. dies.
0: Like that he poor dies. guy. He was trying to help that and they kind guy. of just like oh he he's dead.
1: Yeah, he's dead. So he he did try to help. He was he came out to see what was going on and he immediately got shot. And he hits Metzger in the shoulder. And the girls run into a stairwell and kind of watch from a distance and Metzger is going down a different hallway. So Niles decides to follow Metzger and not the girls. Which I think, I'm trying to figure out what that might mean. I think it was more, it made more sense to kill Metzger, I think, because of maybe what he knows. Or I was going to
0: say, like, I think he got exposed. Like, he got exposed. It, like, there's no point keeping him alive anymore.
1: No. Cut off the end of the, uh, uh, uh cut off the string so that you can't yeah. find the other things controlling it. And so he follows him. Metzger's crawling away, begging for his life. And he refers to Niles as Milton. Which is not Niles' name, which is interesting. So that's Whisper's name. And, mm. and Nomi and Amanita watch as Niles shoots Mesker in the head, turns the gun on himself, and we see into the mirror. And it's not Niles in the mirror. Nomi sees someone else in the mirror, and it's Whispers. Yeah. Whispers is in the mirror. So evidently, this means that somehow it's Whispers there, not Niles. Niles ain't there, it's just his body that's there.
0: So, yeah. So my, I'm assuming is the reason why Whispers is having, or was having him put all, I'm assuming maybe former sensei? Or or want to use sensei, is essentially because he can, I guess, possess them, or control their bodies if their minds aren't working properly?
2: Hmm. I see what you mean.
0: Something like that. Because yeah, I'm assuming that's why he was so hung up on Gainomi, is so mm. he could possess and control her. Her body, Why at wasn't? least. And maybe if... I know you're kind of extending of that theory. If he can control Nomi, maybe he can, like, get... like Because we, we know that he, like, similar with Jonas, where, like, they can only visit each other, that's about it. They don't share abilities or anything like that. I'm wondering sure. if he wanted... If he, like, full-on possesses her, like he did with Niles, then he can get the ability. If, like, hurt, might have been fighting back or whatever?
1: I don't think you can still do that if someone is lobotomized. I'm pretty sure that no matter what, you can't cross over, like, abilities or anything like that. Oh, you if can. you're not in the same cluster. Yeah. But you're on sort of a right path.
2: Okay.
1: And so Nomi sees, Nomi sees Whispers in the mirror, and Niles shoots himself in the head, and Over, and that's where the episode ends. Yeah, so good god. Uh, MVP for the episode, I got mine, I've got mine too, actually. Okay, yeah,
2: three, two, one,
1: Silas. Oh, motherfucker. (laughs) No, you did that for shock value. There's no fucking way. No, I swear. I Again, I
0: genuinely believed him. Like, I genuinely was on his side during this whole thing. And I, I will say, I was going to pick Nomi or Amanita. But, again, at the end where, where they kind of, like, take in that that random guy who was going to help and kind of, like, hide behind him and, like, essentially get him killed. Like, I, I, I kind of felt, I was kind of like, well, oh, I don't like that. Like, I got of go bad for him.
1: Oh, and honestly, the FBI is really going to start looking into you now. You want to break into houses, and you're happy with Silas cutting off hands. It's going to be no a place. hold.
0: That. <laughs> no, look, I just think that like if you if like if people take advantage of someone's kindness with their greed, they should be punished for it. Not necessarily saying cut off hands, but I'm just saying some sort of punishment should be instated. If Silas's way is cutting off hands, that is how he does it, and I support that.
1: But MVP?
0: Yeah. Again, it would have been Nomi, but her and that kind of pushed the guy in the way, or like hid behind him and like kind of used him as a human shield.
1: They didn't push anyone, and it's not, it's, it's, they didn't use him as a human shield. They it were just scared. Every, everyone was scared. I, I get it.
0: They were scared, but it still kind of happened. I was like, oh, no, this poor guy was just trying to help him be nice, and now he's dead.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, fine. me yeah. for obvious reasons. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, let's hear your grades. Oh god. Let's see how you did. Alright. So, W W N W D. you said...
2: I said uh, Will. I remember Will.
1: that. Yeah, you said Will. Uh, but I did hear you say that Nancy your won at one point, after you looked it up. But I'll give it to you, even though we're not doing a grade. Um. So, your first vibe was bug. And you said that had to do with Will, like, bugging something. Yeah. And you were wrong. It was that Bug was Bug. Miss, Mr. Bug. I love Mr. Bug. Um, so that was with Nomi. And bodyguard. You said Lito. You got that right. Hey, it, I was it was right. about Hernando. Hernando being the bodyguard. So you got that right. Uh, A colorful flashback. You started out saying Nomi and then you locked it in as Kala. So you got that right. It was oh, right. Good job. Pictures was your next vibe.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, I
0: know. I got that right.
1: So you got that right. You very much got that right. (sighs) I didn't full... I I had to lead you into it a little bit, but you got that right.
0: (laughs) You you, you gotta remind me, you talked about it earlier in the episode. I was like, oh, right, yeah.
1: I was like, bruh, you said... (laughs) And the last one was, someone who isn't a sensate, but is in their inner circle, gets shot.
0: Yeah, this was the only one I remember that I know I got it wrong.
1: Yeah, you did. I I don't know why I put a check mark, but I wrote Will and Diego next to it, which is wrong, so early. What is wrong with me? That was wrong. Um, you were wrong. It had to do with Felix. Yeah. Uh, and Wolfgang. So. Ta-da. Alright. So you were, you, you didn't do too bad though. You got a couple, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Alright. Your vibes for the next episode. The next episode is called We Will All Be Judged by the Courage of Our Hearts. Which is a very long title. Um, Who do you think that that has to that do with? I sound like the a
2: cath theist.
1: Sounds like a oh I see why you say that. So your first vibe is I don't want to hurt you. It's a quote.
2: Oh, oh God, mm.
1: who's more likely to hurt someone out of all? people? No, well, right? I mean
0: they're like a handful of people. Aren't
1: there's little, there's a little handful of people. I mean, unless
0: Whispers whisper says that maybe he catches up with Nomi and he's like, hey, I don't want to hurt you, but really I do or whatever. So is, it's that like, your, uh, is that I your guess? guess?
2: So.
0: Yeah, because I, I can't really think of anything.
1: Alright. I will say this, it's a sensate that says it, to help you out.
0: Okay, never mind then. Well, no, then never mind. He, I mean, technically he's a sensate, but he's not their sensate, so I'm gonna
2: say no.
1: Yeah. It's, it's one of the cluster, I will say that.
0: Okay. Our cluster.
2: Mm. There are other clusters.
1: Um, this cluster. The August 8th cluster.
0: I don't want to hurt maybe Wolfgang? I mean, his friend just got shot. So maybe he's like, I don't know Yeah, maybe he's, maybe, he's looking for like, revenge. Being like, hey, I don't want to hurt you, but also I do. I don't know. Yeah, like, fuck you. Yeah. I don't know why, but for some reason, when I hear, I don't want to hurt you, I really think they do want to hurt them, but they're just saying, I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. As, so I guess that's my interpretation of that.
1: I see that. I will tell you that that actually is very accurate of the- Oh. Uh, of the situation. Of just being like, like, I do want to hurt you, but like, I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> like Oh, good.
0: Kind of, okay, well, then good. I'm glad I said
1: that. Kind of. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I might oh, be wrong. Okay. Fuck fuck me. Um your next vibe is KISS. It involves two Sensates in our cluster.
2: So. I wanna say Wolfgang and Are they almost did this episode. Hmm.
1: Locking it in?
0: Yeah. I mean I feel like the only other option is um Riley or and Will, but mm. I feel I, like I feel like they still a like work up to that.
1: Ah, okay. Next, we have a breakup.
2: A breakup. Oh. Well,
0: I'm, I, I maybe Kala finally calls it off with Rajan.
1: Kala calls it off with Rajan. Okay. So I mean, call.
0: what the relationship is there? <laughs> Other than Leto and Hernandez, I don't think they'll they'll break up. No, me or Amini I don't think they'll break up. Okay. I hope at least.
1: <gasps> Wait,
3: no! Oh, bitch! <laughs> oh, fuck off.
0: Oh, no, I hate you.
3: <laughs> no, 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 please don't hate me.
0: Please don't it hate me. It all came to me. Please don't it's hate funny, me. It's probably Leo and Hernando, isn't it? Because fucking Danny does pull some shit, and, like, it's probably, like, Leo's too scared of the pig's just getting out, so he breaks up with Hernando, because D.A.D. a
1: bitch. I will say it's more deep than that. It has more, there's more depth to what happens than just... <laughs> Oh, I'm worried about my career. Like it's wor- it's what well, that has something to do with it. But like, there's more depth to it. There's something, it, you you'll, you'll see. We'll go through a whole explanation of what happens. But are you locking it in?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> the way you were jumping up when I when I just like gasped, you were like, "Oh shit, he knows."
1: Yeah, I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> okay, so lock it in. Um, a group effort to help one sensate. I will say so. There's there's a couple sensates that uh, in our cluster that help this sensate in the same cluster, um, but I'm gonna have you guess just the sensate that they help because there's a, multiple people that okay. multiple sensates um, that pop in to help.
0: Maybe Nomi, because I feel like she's right now on the right track with whispers and stuff, and maybe Jonas visits or maybe visits Will and is like, hey, Nomi's helping, and then Will can maybe visit others and like Riley or pulls other people in and be like, hey. Nomi needs our help, and they all kind of go, I don't know. So, yeah.
1: I see that. I see that. And your last one is someone, not a sensate, but it's in relation to a sensate. Someone, well, kind of. I'll, I'll, let me finish this. Someone that's not a sensate gets stabbed, like, a lot.
2: Ooh, fun. A lot. Um, <laughs> someone gets stabbed a lot.
1: Yes. Who do you think that has to do with? It doesn't really have to do with them, but they're they're like there when it happens.
0: It's stabbing, so that's very personal. Like, like you have to get up close with them if you're gonna stab someone. Like it's not like shooting with a gun where you can be like miles away, but
1: especially like it's a lot.
0: Yeah. Okay. So nothing to do with Kala, I don't think. Nothing to do with Sun.
1: I will say in advance, I have a feeling you're not gonna get this one. This okay. is a tougher one to get.
0: Okay. Then I'm gonna think outside the box. I'm gonna think. Wait, hold on, do I need to guess the person, or do I need to guess, like, the sensei who it's related to?
1: Guess the sensei who's there when it happens.
0: Okay, good. This is bad, and this is outside the box, but does Riley watch her father get sad multiple times?
1: (laughs) Oh, ouch god damn it alright so I mean she's a hex I don't
0: know that's what she says
1: She's a, she did say that you are right I will give it that I was originally
0: right. thinking either Will or Wolfgang but you were like oh it's gonna be harder to guess so I'm like I'm thinking outside the box Riley's pretty outside the box
1: outside the box I see that alright Okay. perfect those are your vibes cool for next week's episode of Sense8 we're doing episode 8 we will all be judged by the courage of our hearts.
3: okay well, we'll see you all
1: then yeah see you then